going on out there? I don't know. <laughs> They're watching Mr. Magoo. <laughs> I have to excuse the background noise. My, uh, my my wife is watching Netflix or some shit. I don't know. Big Mr. Magoo fan, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, this is a touch of crass. My name's Matt. My name's Colin. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about erections. Um, <laughs> As anim- opposed to all shows. Animal erections. Uh, uh, one that has been going on for quite some time now. It seems. <laughs> yes, it would seem so. <laughs> and uh, I guess we're also going to talk a little bit uh, about movies. About, about about loving them and being okay with them. And uh, and maybe loving them too much. Or maybe just enough. Okay, well. Who knows? Uh, we'll Who's also, to say? We'll also open up the mail sack uh, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll spin the new wheel of closers to get us to get us out. Right? Yeah. It's the new one. I don't, uh, new relative to what? That's unknown at this time. But it's new. It's, it's new. It's been new for about 30 episodes. <laughs> so, anyway, let's uh, let's start this bitch off. Let's, uh, let's ask the first question so, there. What, what, what do you mean by that? Do you mean the old... Uh, what you drinking? <laughs> oh, okay, I see. I see. Okay. This one here is, uh, is... I'm looking forward to this here. What is it? What have we got in front of us? Chocolate peanut butter porter from uh, Horny Goat Brewing. Horny Goat Brewing? That's Isn't there a weed... The horny goat weed isn't that like a? I believe like there a is sexual supplement or something like that. Isn't that what that that is? So we're already getting into boner talk. Apparently, unknowingly to us, we're being vocally molested. Uh, so this is the uh, this is the chocolate peanut butter porter. Two great tastes that taste great together. You got your chocolate in my beer. You got your peanut butter in my chocolate. My wife is a huge fan of peanut butter and chocolate. Uh, and you brought these over today. You, 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 last few weeks, you've been stockpiling drinks for the show here at yeah. the house, and you brought this in today, and I said, we better drink this today, otherwise it's not going to be here next week. My wife is also a brewer, and so and she's had some chocolate peanut butter beers, and there are more than you might think. I don't think I've ever heard of it before. It, it doesn't sound like it would work, but let's find out. All this right. is a 6.5% alcohol by volume. So hefty enough. Yes. And it's in a 12-ounce can. It, um, it even says the IBU on it. It's 55 IBU. Do you uh, know what IBU stands for, Matt? International Bitterness Units. There you go. Yeah. Um, and uh, this, I guess, got a 96 rating at the uh, World Beer Championships in 2015. So uh, I think we may have picked a winner for yeah. tonight. Let's find out. Yeah, okay. Crack it. Uh, some chocolate peanut butter porter from Horny Goat Brewing. Um, I definitely smell the chocolate already. I haven't even taken a sip yet. I, I already can smell, smell the peanut butter as well. Oh, yeah? Uh, I'm very excited. I'm going to get in here. Okay. He's going in. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Yep. No wincing, I don't think. By God, that's exactly what they said. Yeah? There's not a lot of sweetness to it. It's really just the essence of the chocolate and the essence of the peanut butter with sort of a porter beer finish. They've poured the soul into it, but not the flavoring. <laughs> that is to say the olfactory sensation of chocolate and peanut butter whenever you... It's like say, like when you eat a Reese's cup. Sure. You're tasting the sweetness on your tongue, mm-hmm. but then the, the essence of the chocolate and the peanut butter... You're tasting a little bit of that, but mostly that's olfactory. Yeah. But then your tongue is flooded with sweetness. It's that's that's the experience when you eat a piece of candy. It's like here's 
Here's what your tongue is say tasting. It's sugar. And then all of that other flavor is going up through your nose, and that's how you enjoy that. Okay. We are getting the olfactory notes of chocolate and peanut butter, but the taste of beer. All right. I'm curious. I'm going to go in. I got to tell you, I like it. It's unusual. I could, I definitely I taste the peanut butter and the chocolate. I get all of that, and I do get the, the beer finish. I'm going to go in again to get another... Get, a, get a, another snootful here. It is unusual. You, you're not wrong about that. It is unusual. This is a limited edition from Horny Goat Brewing Company, uh, which is carefully crafted and famously fun, as it says on the can. Famous relative to what? I don't know if I could tell you. It is very... It's good. I don't know if I would have more than maybe two in a night. That's not a bad thing. It's just... Yeah, I don't it, know it, if I could put down a lot of these. This this is a good... Hey, look, th this is a good beer. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this beer, but I'm not going to sit and binge on chocolate peanut butter porter. Also, it's a beer that you have by itself. I would not eat this with anything. You don't think so? <laughs> that would be fucking gross. Yeah? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I could sit and have some chocolate and drink this beer. Ah, too much. I think if you had anything, it would have to be something salty. It would have to be like potato chips or something. But like only potato chips. It would have to be something salty with not a lot of other flavors with it. You can't have like sour cream and onion potato chips with this. I guess It has to be like regular potato chips. Sure. Like even like maybe, I'm sure people would love pretzels with it. That would Just be another thing. That would straight be really up good. yellow bag lays. What about uh, like, like ruffles and dip? No, 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 nothing. I, I think it needs to be the most basic salty thing you can put in your mouth because all, right. all the flavor you're getting is from the beer. You you just want you just want the savory and sweet at the same time. Can I go kettle cooked? Can I go kettle cooked on the chips? You can go kettle Some cooked. Some good on the straight up salty kettle cooked chips. You, you, I, I'll go as far as salt and vinegar. That's as far as I'm willing to go. I can put down some damn salt and vinegar chips <laughs> with this. You think? I, I, well, I mean, I th I think I'd have just about anything with this beer. This this is not bad. I'm not saying it's great, you'd but eat, it's not bad. You'd want to eat Doritos with this? I would eat. Well, eh, okay, you got me there. You got me. You're right. You're right. There's a limited number of things that can go with this. Yeah, any form of Doritos with this would be really gross, but something salty, the perfect combo. Uh, thank you. Uh, Maybe combos. Thank you, Horny Goat Brewing Company. Uh, the good people of Wisconsin uh, uh, have uh, have brought us this beer. And uh, Well, I brought you the beer. They just made it. Well, that's true. Yeah, all right. Well, thank you, Wisconsin. Thank you, Horny Goat. And uh, thank you, Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. Hey, is it uh, time to check in with our sponsor? Yeah. Uh, new uh, to A Touch of Crass Television. This season on Two Fairy Finders. We found a bag of glitter in the bathroom. Go, go, go. Tuesdays at 8. <laughs> She's a mythical creature. <laughs> but they're, they're determined to find him or her or it. We don't know. I guess we won't know until we find her. Yeah. And then the show will be over. But it's, it'd be nice for them to accomplish their mission. So it's time to open up the mail sack. What's in the mail sack? Ha! Yeah, but see, if you accomplish your mission, then the show's over, uh, which is why Finding Bigfoot is still on the air. Yeah, but wouldn't they be rich from like selling their life story that, yes, I found this mythical creature, and here's irrefutable evidence that I've done it? Well, then maybe the goal is then to find it and then take that money. But until then, they got to take some money, so they'll take the, the finding Bigfoot money. The goal is to find it, skin it, and wear it as a coat. Yeah. Because they're monsters. Who wrote to us tonight, Matt? Uh, tonight, uh, we are hearing from uh, Pete. Pete. Okay, Pete. Who writes, uh, gentlemen, listening from Copper Harbor, Michigan. 
where I listen to podcasts while plowing snow for what seems like half the year. <laughs> wow, it's right down the road. Well, Copper Harbor, Michigan is on is in the UP, right there on Lake Superior. The UP. The Upper Peninsula of Michigan, you know, like how Michigan <laughs> the, the, split. The part that no one ever talks about. Yeah. And so I also guess a mythical area. He's up there. He's probably inundated by snow, I would guess. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not from there, though. It is around down the road. Uh, so Pete writes, uh, my question is, what is the most hazardous job you've ever had? Oh, all right. Is it hazardous to plow snow? I would imagine up in the UP it is a little hazardous. When it's happening all the time, sure. Um, I would say the most hazardous job I had was when I was... Um, Working at a uh, PBS station, I was a uh, master control operator there. You know, the person that makes the shows go on the air. So you sit at a desk and you and you got buttons in front of you. Correct. That was Correct. hazardous. Well, I'm not done yet. Okay. All right. Uh, I, w- I was there by myself, and uh, the power went out. <laughs> oh no! At a television station, that's not good. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, you were off the air. So we were off the air. I was a little, a uh, little worried. Which is a grade A emergency in broadcasting. Right. And uh, there are these. Uh, I thought that maybe this the breakers were tripped or something. I didn't know. Uh, but there are these enormous, enormous breakers that, <laughs> oh, like, like power the transmitter and such. That's right out there. And uh, I was told... Not your regular run-of-the-mill home breakers, like where it's a sw- hard-to-switch switch in your garage or No, whatever. no. A, a switch the size of your fucking hand. All right? <laughs> Is that one that you have to pump first? Yes. Because... It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beast. It's the Andre the Giant of breakers, okay? <laughs> so I, uh, I had to go up. I, I, I thought, like, okay, maybe I need to start these things. Now, keep in mind, I'm by myself... I think I'm like, I don't know, 17 at the time or something. Is there a backup generator? I'm asking broadcasting engineering questions here, I guess. Uh, So nothing kicked on? Nothing kicked on. You just had to flip, find the breaker and try to flip it and hope for the best. I thought maybe that was the problem. Maybe that would fix it. Now, keep in mind, this is, uh, I've been told about these breakers. I was told, don't flip them unless you're absolutely certain that they need to be flipped because otherwise <laughs> they can send you across the room. <laughs> they weren't fucking around. They weren't joking. They were deadly serious. Oh, shit. Enough electricity will shoot through your body to shot put you. <laughs> so, again... You'll set a new broad, a reverse broad jump record. Yes. Again, by myself in the building. So, I mull it over for a while and I'm sweating and like, I'm just fucking, fucking do it. I'm going for it. You didn't even put like rubber soled shoes or like <laughs> rubber gloves on or anything like that. Maybe I don't think there were any in the building. None I knew of. Anyway. All right. Well, so I at least grabbed a towel or something. <laughs> yeah, that would have done it. I don't know. Any little buffer. Yeah, that thin wall of cotton that'll <laughs> protect me. So I, I flipped. I, I tried to flip the breakers. Still, nothing happened. I'm like, okay, fine. I've done my job, and that was it. That was as close I felt. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if that's the close I felt to death, but that's where I got I got very nervous All right. about it. I, uh, I I had a job where I shoveled uh, carcinogens onto trays and uh, put them into ovens. Shoveled cart like I worked at a chemical th- plant. Okay, so not not for like a, a mad scientist or a, a supervillain. <laughs> no, because that's what it sounds like. Yeah, but it's a lot more fun. 
uh, when you think of it, was that it, way. A it You weren't like in a volcano layer or anything like that? No, but it felt like it because it was in the summertime, and I was I was literally working next to an open door, because like an open like garage, like an overhead door, mm -hmm. in the summertime, in like the hot, late July, early August, this was a summer job, at a chemical plant, and in a room full of ovens. I was in Good a room full God. of ovens. Was there just like a bunch of guns on the wall just in case you're like, you know what? You just you, you just want to pack it in, just fucking blow your brains out. <laughs> At least you'll feel relief. Now, that would be a terrible idea because my dad was the safety manager of this particular chemical plant, and he probably wouldn't have allowed that. Well, you mean you, you get a break of the glass to get to it. It's not just like you're just like going by like, <laughs> oh, you got to mean it. You got to mean it. Yeah, It's exactly. like when you're shutting down your computer and it asks, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> It's an extra layer. Are you layer. sure you want to kill yourself? Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I so I was always around uh, these lead compounds, and whenever we needed to, we would wear respirators. Um, but oftentimes, the guys just wouldn't, uh, and you know, they just wouldn't. I would come up on them, and they wouldn't be wearing their respirators. And again, my dad's the safety manager, mm -hmm. and so everyone just tells him that they are, and he'll come back sometimes to make sure that they are. And, and and they'll have guys like on watch, like, oh, safety guy's coming, put on your shit. And it's like, all right, well, when you die early, that'll be your fault then, won't it? Yeah. Carcinogens, you know that thing that's in uh, cigarettes that cause cancer? Well, they're all smoking too, so Jesus. it doesn't matter. Well, you know what? The human race would probably be better if they just went away. They're too <laughs> fucking stupid to put a mask on their face to protect their own fucking lives. Now, given, it is miserable to do that in the summertime to have a silicone respirator on your face when you're already dripping sweat because you're working in a room full of ovens, mm -hmm. but you also don't want to inhale lead compounds and, you know, die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> would you so. rather be hot or would you rather be dead? Again, the option, the gun on the wall. <laughs> this is the it's, just a, it's just a quicker way to do it. Don't feel like wearing a mask? Why don't you just hurry up the process for everyone? Uh, thank you, Pete, for your um, email, and thank you uh, for your service uh, plowing roads up there, uh, right down the road up in uh, Copper Harbor, Michigan. Hey, how did Pete get a hold of us? He sent us an email. What's that email address? Mailsack at a touchofcrass.net. Now, Pete could have just left a comment on the website, which is... A touch of crass.net. Okay, yeah, and uh, or he could have sent us a tweet. I think this was a short enough email. It could have been a tweet. Yeah. A touch of crest on Twitter. Real easy. Yeah, just make it happen. Uh, uh, we would love to hear from you. The only reason that you would not be able to get a hold of us is because you're a piece of shit. I'm not going to mince my words. You're a total, vacuous piece of dog shit. Well, that that's Cullen's words, not mine. I, I think you're probably still all right if you're just listening to the show. That's eh. fine. Let's check in with Tooth Fairy Finders. This season on Tooth Fairy Finders. We got a hole under the bed that leads to a cave full of teeth. We got her this time. Tuesdays at 8. <laughs> cave full of teeth? Maybe it's just a serial killer. <laughs> Maybe they just found a cave full of teeth. Maybe they just found John Wayne Gacy's satellite operation. Oh. You know? <laughs> Whoa. All right. So I stumbled uh, upon this uh, news story a couple of weeks ago, and we were going to talk about it, but we kept getting, we, we, we kept deciding to talk about other things. Uh, we're finally getting to this because I think it's just too important for us to pass up. It's scientific discovery. Uh, 
an ancient arachnid erection has been discovered. So a, a spider boner. Spider boner, 99 million years old. Mm-hmm. So a boner, this guy has had this boner for 99 million years. This horrid arachnid priapism. <laughs> this poor bastard, he, he gets horny and then and then uh, tree sap catches him and, and, and then That's he got it. this 99 million year old spider boner. So, it, it so he's was, suffocating with an erect... That is autoerotic asphyxiation. Because he's... Is he frozen in time, I wonder? He's struggling to May- breathe with an erection. That's what that is. Maybe not the worst way to go. <laughs> you don't think so? No, when you, I mean, it may not be the worst way to go when you really think about it, get right down to it. So maybe David Carradine should have been covered in tree sap <laughs> and just hardened right there. It, would have been just, it wouldn't have been as sad. It's like, well... Science. Yeah, but then you know he was a, he's a, a TV and movie star. He would have been put on display somewhere then. Just a big just... wide of ejaculate in front of him because he wouldn't he'd come so hard from suffocating in the in the tree sap. And just this look of ecstasy on his face with his eyes rolled back in his head, just for all of us to see in Madame Tussauds Wax Museum or some bullshit <laughs> wherever he ends up. <laughs> the most haunting image of man ever caught. <laughs> he's down in at the Gatlinburg Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> oh, God. He's on tour. David Carradine's Amber Amber Erection is on tour. But no, that's not who we're talking about here. We're talking about these old uh, uh, harvestman spiders, which are like daddy long legs, okay. which really aren't even spiders. They're more. They're actually cl- more closely related to crabs, but they're arachnids. Who discovered this? Who was the guy in the lab? Just looking for spider penises, <laughs> and he knows one when we when he sees it. <laughs> He's looking through the that, that right I there, got, that right there. I got one. I how got do, one. How do you know? It looks like all kinds of other stuff. That's uh, that. That's, I know that that's, spider cock. That is the cock right there. That's the that's the spider penis. That's probably the guy in the lab that no one else talks to. <laughs> Imagine, like, he just is he looking through all of like all these fossils and all of this amber just for any hint of an erection? <laughs> At 99 million years, I mean, I feel like Daddy Long Legs have probably changed a little bit in 99 million years. Probably, I, I would, would say, think it's a good guess. I mean, humanity is nowhere near that old. Yeah, you know, sharks and crocodiles, they've been around for millions of years, yeah, they've yeah. certainly changed over the years. But this uh, scientist or whoever who uh, who found our uh, our beloved daddy long leg boner uh, is is certain that this is what this is. This is a you're a spider. You're about to fuck. Now look, as a human being, I know it's hard to interrupt that. But if I saw a giant river of sludge coming toward me, I think that would kill my boner a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Is he that determined to screw? Look, everyone, there. It is a it is a powerful drive, but I mm-hmm. think self preservation is it, it trumps that a little bit, don't you think? Not according to this guy. Not to this guy. This is the one time I get to do this. The, it's going to happen. Of the billions, perhaps trillions of harvestman spiders that have existed in the last ninety nine million years, one of them, this one, have got to have been killed in some weird way in flagrante delecto. Do you think the guy that found this, he's probably just got a box of spiders in, <laughs> in his house and he's just like all day, he's just trying, why can't I get these spiders hard? I'm showing them spider porn. Why isn't it happening? <laughs> and he comes across this. He's like, what in a magnificent erection. Hell, he probably jerked off to this. He probably did. This is a very graphic picture that we're checking out here. Can you imagine if there, 
this guy was working at Jurassic Park. <laughs> what a different movie that would be. Like, like, stop. Look at the mosquitoes. Giant horny boat, like <laughs> insects with boners flying at you instead of <laughs> T-Rex chasing you around the park. That would that's a scarier movie. I think it maybe is. not a family blockbuster, but that's a scarier movie. Erection Park. <laughs> they just run around and just. Well, I don't want to get too deep into what they would do to people. <laughs> what would they you do? Can, you can. Uh, you what can. What would they do? You can use your own imagination. I don't think prehistoric spiders have a lot of scruples about what they want to do <laughs> as shown so it's just i think this is an amazing find uh what this uh scientist uh, uh found and uh, and decided he had to publish check it out everybody look at this spider boner it's almost 100 million years old and this uh, fucking hot <laughs> uh thank you science uh for that <laughs> science right <laughs> So a movie came out this past weekend. It sure did, and uh, it's pretty damn good. Uh, Deadpool is what we're talking about. Everyone uh, has been hype about Deadpool. Everyone's uh, been looking forward to Deadpool Valentine's weekend, and now it's come and gone. You have seen it. I have not. What'd you think? I thought it was fantastic. All right, so you really liked it. Good. Uh, yes, maybe one of my top five favorite superhero movies of I all time. Say. Of really? all time. Yeah, really. I thought it was That's that good. That's not just you. Uh, when did you see it? Was it yesterday? I I I saw it this weekend, a couple of days ago. Okay. Yes. I thought it, w- it was fantastic. I was like during the first 5 minutes, I was welling up with tears because I was so happy and so entertained by it. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> well, someone that good. usually does that, but I was just so like it was just so fucking entertaining. I was just just loved it. So today I'm going through Facebook, and uh, one of my friends writes, my review of Deadpool, it's fine. All right. And I mean, not everybody's going to love it. No, and not everyone has to love it, and that is fine. But there was just something that like, like sparked within me that thought, like, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's fine. That's what I thought. And it makes no sense that I felt this way. I saw the movie once, a couple of days ago, but for whatever reason... You had nothing to do with making the movie. Yeah, no- you didn't back it financially. <laughs> yes, I didn't, you- I didn't profit from this movie at all. <laughs> I, I I didn't try to support this movie through, through kickstarting or some kind of other campaign. And yet... Literally all I did was watch... <laughs> Previews and go see the movie. That was my connection to it, and that's fucking it. But for whatever reason, when I saw that, it just it burned. I, I didn't care for it. It bothered me, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. And that happens with other things too. Why? Why is that? That you you have a connection with something that you have no connection with other than I saw it. So you and have a, I like. Well, it. it's an emotional connection. I think it makes sense. But this need that a lot of people have and that you seem to have but resisted. Some people don't even realize that that their defense of this thing that they love is pretty irrational and unnecessary. And But you did, and so that's good. Good on you. But there's a lot of people who, 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 who stop there, and then they'll react and they'll post nasty comments online. Well, I can't believe you would think that about this is the greatest thing ever. They're talking about nerd culture. I guess maybe that's part of it that I mean I didn't identify with the movie because I'm not a uh, no one mutated me and I, I, I don't have healing abilities or sure. anything like that. I'm, I'm not a mercenary. 
I'm not a sexual degenerate. I can't really, you know. Are you sure about that? Well, that last one. That's neither. Well, I'm not looking up spider boners, so I've got that on on my on my side. I guess I am, aren't I? Yeah, I guess you are. Mm. Yeah. So you would probably like Deadpool, but I don't. I'll call my therapist. (laughs) There's like no kind of connection there for me either. So it's not like I identify with this character. But yet you felt this almost overwhelming urge to defend it. I did. But I again, I I didn't jump up his ass about it because we're all we're all able to like different things, and I realize that <laughs> it's like if someone if someone were to watch uh, Star Wars, okay. and they were to say it's fine, what would you? How would you feel about that? And I'm not comparing my enjoyment of of uh, Deadpool to Star Wars. That's not too different. Me you know, now things. or me 15 years ago. Either. Okay, me now, I would think, you know, having had this conversation that we're having right now, I would think, well, I mean, I guess it's not for everyone. I happen to really love it, and a lot of other people feel the same way. Uh, I, I understand that there's not a lot of people that like it. Me, 15 years ago, as, uh, you know, a, a late teen, uh, may have been offended, may mm-hmm. have been, like, straight up offended and may have gotten in your face about it and been all obnoxious. But me, 15 years later, realizes, having experienced that from people who were getting too, you know, crazy about shit that maybe really wasn't that good by, from my perspective, mm-hmm. uh, you know, look, different strokes for different folks. Yeah, if, if someone were to say that the Phantom Menace was fine, I would get upset because they thought it was fine that they had a positive uh, or even slightly positive yeah a, a positive view of it but anyway so the point you're making then with this is is you felt the urge you resisted it which is really what everyone should do i think yeah Maybe i mean just to, to to walk away the, the most i did was i, I responded with uh, my review of your review you undersold it <laughs> that was the most i said well it, it was a clever i don't know if it's a clever way but it was a Perhaps a politer way of saying I disagree with your opinion. Well, I I can understand why he said that because this movie has been very hyped. I mean, this Correct. this movie has been everywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I am a personality type where if I see a bunch of hype, unless it's for something that I know I'm going to like, like Star Wars. Yeah, that was crazy hyped, mm-hmm. but I'm going to see it because it's Star Wars, and I'm probably going to like it. And I did. And, and I'm not saying I wouldn't like this movie, but you see all this hype, and I know the guy you're talking about. I mean, he he's okay with superhero movies, but he doesn't mm-hmm, absolutely sure. love them. Right. Uh, and so maybe he, he went into this saying, okay, saying maybe, okay, what is this going to be about? Saw what it was and probably enjoyed it enough. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound like he didn't like it. Right. And decided to express his opinion based on that. I understand, like... I don't care for uh, the hype myself, but this this is a time where it really lives up to it. Yeah. It really does. You know, it, it was like the Lego movie when people were freaking out about that. It's like, no, everything everyone's saying is is right. Everything is awesome, including this movie, and de- and Deadpool's included in that. It was it was <laughs> fucking awesome. Let's uh, check in with Tooth Fairy Finders one last time. This season on Tooth Fairy Finders. Yeah, oh, the Dento meter's off the chart. I smell Listerine. Tuesdays at 8. <laughs> Is that like, what's the thing that ghost hunters try to smell, like ozone or something like that? Is, yeah. it, is Listerine the ozone of Tooth Fairy Finding? I, science? I, pseudoscience? I guess so. Maybe the, the tooth fairy was right on top of them. So It's time to, uh, to to give that bright, shiny new wheel a spin. Wheel of Wonder. 
it's still it's it may have some fingerprints on it. She, okay, she's an old wheel, but she she still puts out, I suppose. Rogue One predictions. All right, the next Star Wars movie, not part of the saga series, this will be a standalone, is Rogue One, and it comes out this December. Uh, Cullen, do you have any predictions on what Rogue One might feature? We are we, we kind of have a cast. We know mm-hmm. that Alan Tudyk is going to be in it. Well, there is a cast. They, they, they've posted a, a picture of the entire cast standing around something Star Warsy, okay, in a hangar bay or junk shop, whatever. Right on. Uh, so we do know the cast. Uh, I believe in Rogue One, at some point, there's going to be a title drop. And I don't mean it's going to be like the group of them called Rogue One. I think it's just going to be like some 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 dude hitting on, on a woman, being all sly and everything. And the woman's going to say, oh, you're a Rogue One. Because in all great movies, there's always a title drop. Yeah, like Batman. Jurassic Park, <laughs> RoboCop. RoboCop's the best because they say it so much. <laughs> what I, is, I, I think in Titanic they probably did too many title drops. <laughs> or uh, The Rock. There were a lot of <laughs> title drops in The Rock. Yes, there was. <laughs> the Rock is a tourist attraction. <laughs> what did we learn tonight? Uh, we learned... Uh, that spiders have boners too. Yeah, and if, uh, if you know someone and they're really into them... They're not alone. They're not alone. <laughs> If you know a spider boner enthusiast. And speaking of enthusiasm, uh, if you're really into something and someone else just thinks it's okay, just let them think it's okay. We can have personal experiences in this world, uh, and uh, not everyone has to like everything as much as you do. Unless they're racist. Then you just go well, at Yeah, them. and then you just, you know, cut them out of your life. Yeah. Uh, this has been A Touch of Crass. My name's Matt. My name's Cullen. Hold on to your dicks. <laughs>